When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Glad to have you here on the Clark Howard Show, where it's all about you and that wallet of yours. I want you to learn ideas from me so you can keep more of what you make. Coming up in just a few minutes, in today's Clark Rage, there are two oddball and brand new scams I need to make you aware of. They use your embarrassment as a way to steal your money. And later yet... Again, this summer, there have been these heartbreaking stories across the country of kids forgotten or left in cars. I want to tell you about a very simple solution that your smartphone offers to protect that young, precious child. I want to talk right now about the being in the midst of Amazon Prime Day and there's been a frenzy yesterday, told you about the problems going on with Amazon being down for substantial numbers of hours. There are still some outages reported today for Amazon Prime Day. It's a huge publicity stunt and also sales event with some real bargains. But with all the publicity that Amazon gets, what's lost in that or all the deals being offered by others. And so I wanted to concentrate on that. Best Buy has what they're calling Big Deal Days, is their alternative to Prime Day. And they've got a bunch going on right now, several which are very, very good deals. Bed Bath & Beyond is doing a sale all week long. They're calling Beyond Week. Fry's Electronics is doing free shipping site-wide today in conjunction with Amazon Prime Day. And Fry's big pitch is that you can instantly join their discount club and it costs nothing. And you get the free delivery today. B&H Photo is offering special deals today on Apple products. Uh, one top seller, I haven't looked in the last 90 minutes to see if it's sold out or not, but they're selling a 13-inch MacBook at $799 that normally is $999, and there are lots of deals on a variety of Apple products from B&H Photo, and if you're a Costco member, from Costco Wholesale as well on the Apple products. Uh, Walmart has a ton of deals that are going to continue through the week, maybe the most intense today. Target Target is having a one-day sale today. Uh, Just ironically, it happens to coincide with the second day of Prime Day from Amazon. And this week, Target is offering teachers 15% off 
a variety of school supplies that teachers are going to need for their classrooms. There's a simple procedure to validate that you're eligible for the Target teacher discount. We have the link for you on ClarkDeals.com if you are a teacher. We also at ClarkDeals.com are uh, every few minutes refreshing a guide to what are the best deals of the minute for you if you want to get into the whole uh, bargain-rama going on right now. That's a Clark original, bargain-rama. And so there are a number of deals today. eBay has a special coupon code that takes $25 off a purchase of $119 or more. We have the information for that for you on ClarkDeals.com. One area that I would say to stay away from on Amazon is the big push for you to get the various Echo products. Remember, the real purpose of those is to get you to buy stuff without comparison shopping just by using your voice to buy things from Amazon, and that is a recipe to overspend. And the Google Home device is a superior device to Amazon's, and it is discounted all over the place today because it coincides with Amazon doing the big push to try to get the Echo and the Echo Dot in your home. If you want to try to control your spending, trust me, you're much better off with the Google device. And we're speaking now with James. James, welcome to the Clark Howard Show. How are you doing, Mr. Clark? It's an honor to finally talk to you. Well, great to have you here. How can I, I serve you, a, James? Oh, I have a question. Um, I had to unlock uh, one of my credit uh, bureaus, one of the big three, and now it says you can lock it instead of freezing it, unlock it and lock it, and it has an app for your phone. Now, I was back in the day, I was iffy on whole banking apps until I heard you talk about it and you approved it. So, you know, I, I've got the banking app on my phone. I've got a couple credit card apps. But one of the um, um, credit bureaus where you can unlock and lock your credit at will for free. I'm kind yeah, of there are, Okay, so I'm so glad you're asking me about this because I haven't talked about what's known as credit lock in probably two or three months. which which is the alternative that the three credit bureaus are pushing as an alternative to you doing credit freeze, which, by the way, credit freeze will be free nationally in two months. Yes, I'm looking forward to that. Then I can finally get my Credit Karma uh, account. So your Credit Karma, you know, when you thaw, you have to set up Credit Karma when your credit's uh, been frozen as thawed. You set it up, and then after that, your credit can be frozen all you want. Same is true for Credit Sesame and for uh, their smaller competitor, Credit.com, where you're able to monitor your credit. You're able potentially to see a version of what uh, is an approximation of your credit score whenever you want, all for free. But the thing with the lock, the reason Equifax, TransUnion, and Experian are all pushing the lock is that the lock only prevent somebody from checking your credit on a new credit application. It preserves the main source of income 
for Equifax, TransUnion, and Experian, which is selling off your personal information over and over and over again. And Mm. so that's where they make their real money is where they sell your information to marketing enterprises that build these deep, deep dossiers on you, and they get into really creepy levels of deep dives into your personal life. So when you do a credit freeze, you prevent that information about you leaking out and being used by all these enterprises you've never heard of, Right, piercing your privacy with credit lock, all those activities still occur. Now, with it being locked, am I still, how do you say, it's acceptable, if I can pronounce the word right? No, you are, you are, you are protected uh, to a similar degree with a credit lock versus a credit freeze from identity okay. theft, from use of your good name and credit to apply right. for new credit. That has uh, similar protection. Now, okay. one thing about the locks, though, is that if there is negligence on the part of the credit bureau, you have no rights to do anything. They force you into one of those kangaroo court arbitrations, and they mm. just shrug their shoulders, and it's just tough on you. With a okay. credit freeze, if the credit bureau is negligent, you still have the right to go after them. Okay, then it sounds like I need to refreeze my uh, credit uh, my credit thing then. It's more work to thaw your credit. You've got to go to a computer and yep. put in your thaw code, where with the credit lock, it's much simplified for you to be able to do that. So it is your choice, but I have a big bias for freeze over lock, especially now that they're both going to be free. Joshua joins us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Joshua. Hey, Clark. How you doing? Great. Thank you, Joshua. You've gone to work somewhere that you have to deal with the ABCs of 403Bs. Correct. So, um, Good I'm luck gonna be, figuring it out. <laughs> I know. Thanks. So I'm going to be available um, to have three of the big brokerage firms. Uh, I know you talk about TIAA a lot and then Vanguard and Fidelity. So uh, recently I heard you talk about all the fees and how 403Bs actually aren't as good as we think. So I was wondering if you have any input on which would be the best brokerage firm out of those. Right. So uh, there's a distinction that is so confusing with 403Bs. Do you have a choice of going with any of these three companies, Fidelity, TIA, and Vanguard, to go with one of those as your 403B plan administrator? Or do you have a choice in one plan with one administrator to put money in funds of any of the three? I think it's you pick one of the three and they're the administrators. But I'll, I'll have to research it more, but I think that's what it is. All right. That's, that's a, uh, I know that sounds inane and trite, but there's actually mm-hmm. an important reason why I asked you that. Because if any of those three are the actual administrators, how big is the employer you're going to work for? Uh, fairly big. Is, so usually if it's going to be big, it's either a school system or a big hospital system. Right, one of those. All right. So then you're in a position that if, if you have an option of going with any of those three, all three of them are great. All right. 
If there's a third-party administrator, what that means is you pay their junk fees for the 403B, and then on top of it, you pay the fees for the funds you'd be in with Vanguard, TIA, or Fidelity. But all all three companies are outstanding, and there's no problem going with any of the three. Do you have existing accounts with any of the three? I do, with Vanguard. That's why I was kind of leaning towards that. So that, you answered my question right there. You knew where I was going with that. So I would pick Vanguard so that the company you're already doing stuff with is the same one you'd be doing stuff with going forward. And particularly with Vanguard being such an ultra-low-cost company, that would be a really good fit. Mm-hmm. All right, excellent, thanks. And um, the contact information that our employer gives us for the different ones goes directly to the company, not some third party. So is that a that's sign? Probably, that- that's probably a good sign for you. When you talk to somebody at Vanguard, ask mm-hmm. them if uh, they could give you what the overall expenses are going to be for you in that 403B. The goal, right. the goal should be to have in a 403B overall expenses of a half a percent or less, including the cost for the funds, which you should be able to do with a target retirement fund and the, uh, the inexpensive administration you'd likely have with Vanguard. Today's Clark Rageous moment shows how low they'll go, what crooks will do to try to get in your wallet. It is absolutely, truly stinking. Scams, ripoffs, outrages. It's a Clark Rageous moment. So two scams right now targeting men. The first one is where... Criminals are sending personalized letters, real letters, like where they put a stamp on something and send it in the mail, alleging that they have come across proof that you are having an affair. The funny thing is they're sending this randomly to guys, not knowing whether they're single or married, and not knowing if there's actually anything they've been up to. But they claim in the letter, and it's very personalized, so they take some time to do this, that they have proof of this, and in a classic extortion scheme, they tell you you pay them and you will be protected from the information being spilled out, but if you don't pay them, then they're going to spill the beans and ruin your life. The reality is there's a fishing expedition. They have no idea whether or not you've done something you shouldn't have done. And what they are demanding, according to the LA Times, is you pay Bitcoin at the daily exchange for Bitcoins that would equal just under $9,000. And remember, they don't know anything about you, even though the letter is personalized and mentions your name in it several times. Obviously, don't mess around in the first place. And second, if you do and you get this letter, they don't know anything. They're just pretending. Second thing involves, and we're a family show, so I got to be careful how I talk about these things. Second thing involves a scam going on right now because of, you know, how there's so many uh, 
passwords that have ended up in these hacks. So someone sends you an email saying that they have been lurking around your computer because they were easily able to break in because you were part of a data breach. And they know that you've been seeing adult content using that computer and you better pay them money or they're going to rat you out for seeing adult content. Again, this is completely bogus. Another scam, both of them trying to attack you on vulnerability levels and these people have nothing on you. They really don't know anything about you. They are also trying to extort money from you. The FBI knows about both of these things, is aware of both of them. And the only thing that law enforcement can really do with these scams is hope that somebody like me will talk about them and give you a warning that this is what's going on and not to take any of these clowns, these crooks, seriously and reward any of them with any money from you. If somebody does send you something, though, saying you've been hacked, well, I've got special tips about that at Clark.com. It's my pleasure to welcome you to the Clark Howard Show, where it's all about you learning ways to save more and spend less. And don't let anyone ever rip you off. This is just something that tugs at my heart. These brutal incidents that have happened around the country where children have been left in cars and in just minutes the child is harmed or dead from overheating in a car. I looked at, uh, I have an app for my car and I looked the other day and it was a hot summer day, but inside my car it was registering a temperature of 140 degrees. 140. You just have no concept how super baked a car gets left out in the sun on a hot summer day. And I, I can't relate, but apparently people really do have so many things on their minds that they will forget a sleeping baby in the back of a car. So there are also cases where people may well have wanted a child to die, although I can't even begin to understand how that could happen. But the traffic app Waze, W-A-Z-E, which is the one that gives you in traffic tie-ups, gives you all kinds of funky ways to get around a traffic jam. This is off the subject, but I was on a, uh, a drive on an interstate coming back to a metro area and an alert popped up that the freeway was closed. The interstate was closed because of an accident. And Waze routed me in the most upside down, crazy way possible. And my wife was on the same drive in another vehicle 45 minutes ahead of me. I beat her home because she didn't know that the freeway was closed and I was rerouted like I could not imagine. I was trying to go west and it first took me east and then south 
and then back to the uh, west again, and then northwest, all these weird things, but got me completely around it. It also has built into it a thing for parents or caregivers that alerts you that if you get out of the car and knows it's sitting for a while, that it gives you an alert, hey, is your kid still in the car? It's a free part of it. It's an obscure part of it, but it's there, and it would be a way that you'd be able to ensure that you would never have a tragedy like that happen to your child. Belinda is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Belinda. Hi. How are you? Thank you for talking with me today. I'm great. Well, it's great to have you here, and you are calling about something that makes people green with envy. What's that? Well, I have a mortgage. My current rate is 2.75%. And we are currently paying an extra $350 down on our principal, trying to lower our nine-year mortgage down to seven and a half years. Wow. My, my question is, we have an additional 350 that we could apply each month to principal and bring our mortgage down even further to five years. But I wanted your advice. Would I be smarter to use that $700 and put it into an investment that I could possibly earn 5 to 7%? Well, let's look at that a little differently. So you have a mortgage rate that starts with a two and almost nobody has a mortgage rate that starts with a two and that's fantastic so your rate is so low you're getting to a point where what people can earn on a simple savings account is closing in on what you're paying in a mortgage so there's not much virtue in rushing to pay off this mortgage with other possibilities so tell me, please, what you do to save for retirement right now. Well, my husband is currently retired, and he has a pension. I am currently working full-time, and I am saving as much as possible, like close to 15%. Great. Are you doing a Roth IRA as well? Yes. And are you doing, um, if you're... Gosh, I always hate to ask a lady her age, but if you're uh, south of 50, you can do 5,500 in a year in a Roth. If you're north of 50, you can do 6,500 in a Roth. So I'd want yes, you I'm north. <laughs> so I'd want you maximizing a Roth, putting 6,500 in it. Do you have any other debts? No, um, our car will be paid off in January. And other than that, you're completely debt-free and you're on a trend line to be debt-free with the mortgage no matter what, not that far away. That's correct. So I would maximize, and do you have a 401k where you work? Yes, I do. So I'd max that out. I'd max out the Roth IRA. And only at the point you've done both of those things would I then consider putting any money, not just the 350 you're already doing, any, towards paying down a 2.75% mortgage. 
Okay, that's what I thought you would say. Now, I have one other quick question. Is it better to do the, the Roth that is pre-taxed? Well, a Roth, a Roth IRA automatically is post-tax. Is post-tax. Yeah, a traditional okay. IRA is pre-tax. A Roth is post-tax. With your husband already retired, having that pension, um, you're, you don't want to go into a traditional IRA they would then put you in a straitjacket when you have to start making withdrawals and how much you have to withdraw and all that. You would be much better served by the flexibility that comes from a Roth IRA where if you never need the money, it's a great thing for family members to inherit, loved ones to inherit. If you do need the money, you use it when it suits your schedule, not when the government tells you you have to take money out. Okay. And I, and I just got to tip my hat to you that you have a mortgage at 2.75%. Thank you so much. That's incredible. So continued success to both you and your husband. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. And LaWanda is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, LaWanda. Hi, Clark. LaWanda, you have a question for me. You're only the second person ever to ask me about. Oh, really? Hit me with it. I want to know what are the best penny marijuana stocks to purchase? So I don't recommend uh, investing in marijuana stocks because the industry, unless it's money, there would be the kind of money you'd go to Las Vegas and play at the roulette wheel because we're so early and legalize marijuana in the states where it's legal, that it's just too hard to know how it's going to shake out. You know, in a lot of states, it's been really more difficult, surprisingly enough, for people to operate legally than it was when they operated illegally because of the regulations they have to comply with, the taxes they have to pay, uh, all the things that are involved in being above ground with a business like that versus being uh, a hidden business that was illegal. So if you want to get involved with any marijuana enterprise as a stockholder, you've got to treat it as money that you're like, ah, oh, well, I was hoping something would come out of this because most Uh, marijuana businesses that are issuing publicly traded stocks are going to go to zero. Oh. It's an ultra, ultra high risk thing to get involved in. Okay. That wasn't what you thought I was going to say, was it, Melinda? No, absolutely not. Because I'm just hearing so much about it. Right. You know, and I'm just wondering, you know, so do like a, a new search with Google or whatever search engine you like and okay. put in a search term, uh, marijuana business harder than people thought or harder than expected or uh, people having trouble making money in the marijuana business. Find news stories about it that'll give you more depth of knowledge about where the pain points have been for people in the business and it... Uh, It has not been a panacea. Let me give you an example. Back in the 19, um, was it 20s, 30s, alcohol was illegal 
to be purchased in the United States. Okay. And so buying a drink was much, much more expensive than when prohibition ended and alcohol became legal again. And most of the operators that were operating um, illegal um, speakeasies and production of alcohol went bust when alcohol became legal again in the U.S. So it doesn't always play out like you think when something goes from being an illegal activity to a legal, it doesn't necessarily create the wealth that you might think. Okay. So be very, very cautious and careful. No money that you actually need to live on should go in any of these stocks. Hmm. Okay. So best to you and keep the money in your pocket. Unless it is money, you can say, wow, I should have played 13 red on the roulette wheel or however that works. I don't know how any of that works since I don't gamble. I shouldn't give any example ever from gambling. Mike is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Mike. Hi, Clark. How are you? Great. Thank you, Mike. Do you know anything about roulette any more than I do? No. Put it all on red, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I can't do everything you do. I got to tell you, the lottery ticket thing, the gambling thing, slot machines, none of it appeals to me. I just don't get it. Oh, me either. I'm not a gambler. I listen to you too much to, to gamble. Well, speaking of which, this is such a perfect comment for you to make since you want to ask me about life insurance. Oh, yes. I was, I was on your site, and was, I was making a will through one of the free, site, free sites that you mentioned, and they have their main businesses through life insurance, which is cheap. And I was wondering, I got to researching if you have a company you would recommend or if I should do 20, 30, or a whole life insurance. So only look at whole life if you earn a massive amount of money per year. I would say today that threshold is around 400000 a year. Okay. That's uh, not me. Okay. So then we're talking about, I mean, we're talking about a uh, fraction of 1% of people are earning up in that kind of dollar figure. So for you buying level term, you decide 15, 20, or 30 years typically based on what the the insurable need is. Like if you have young children or if you're trying to insure the remainder of your working lifetime to protect a spouse or protect your kids, um, how old are you? I'm 31 so, and I have a, a six-month-old. And you're married? Yes. So I would say that that would be a case where you have a dual need, one to make sure that your, your child is financially secure getting into adulthood, what are the odds you're going to have other kids? Hi. All right. And then you want to make sure you protect your wife um, over time. So in your case, with the likelihood of more children and wanting to protect your wife financially, you want to have a 30-year level term insurance policy. Okay. It'll cover you through much of your remaining working life cycle And your wife should have a policy as well, even if, as you have more children, she ends up staying home with the kids, you still want to have a policy on her because in the event of her untimely demise, 
somebody's going to have to take care of the kids, right? Right. So both of you have a strong insurable purpose, and 30-year okay. level term would be appropriate for both of you. And would you what would you recommend a certain amount like up to a million five hundred thousand? Uh, generally, ten times your income is just a back of the envelope. You can go through very complicated formulas you can find online, but at thirty-one years old, your income's likely to go higher over the years. I would go ten times income. Okay. And because you're doing thirty-year level term, I would only buy. A policy from a company rated A double plus by AM Best. When you go to okay. the shopping services, you'll see they'll show A plus plus, A plus, A. They'll show you all these ratings and just stick to A plus plus rated companies. Okay. Will do. And congratulations on your new child. Oh, thank you so much. She's Any amazing. sleep going on in your household yet? Surprisingly, yes, she's been sleeping through the night. All right, know, so she was about two months, so we're lucky. This just is not fair. You're the third parent in the last three calls who has a ch- newborn who's sleeping through the night. How did I go zero for three on that? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Hey, listeners, whether you love true crime or comedies, celebrity interviews, news, or even motivational speakers, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue, right? And guess what? Now you can call the shots on your auto insurance, too. Enter the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. The Name Your Price tool puts you in charge of your auto insurance by working just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance. Then they'll show you a variety of coverages that fit within your budget giving you options. Now, that's something you'll want to press play on. It's easy to start a quote, and you'll be able to choose the best option for you, fast. It's just one of the many ways you can save with Progressive Insurance. Quote today at Progressive.com to try the Name Your Price tool for yourself and join over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for Ask Clark. That's where you post a question for me at Clark.com, and then producer Joel asks it for you. Clark, Catherine wrote in and said, you recently urged your listeners to add two-factor authentication to cell phone accounts to keep criminals from hijacking those accounts and looting bank or brokerage accounts. But what if my cell phone carrier doesn't offer that service? So hijacking SIMs is a big issue right now because with the banks and brokerages, especially the brokerages and mutual fund companies, requiring the two-factor authentication, what criminals do when they're lurking out there, they have all this information from you from the massive Equifax breach last year, is they first kidnap your cell phone service, and then they, without you even realizing it, they reset the password on your bank or brokerage account, and within minutes, wire the money out of your account and your cell phone suddenly doesn't work, you're trying to figure that out. So call your cell phone carrier back, because to my knowledge, all the bigs now have a procedure in place for you to have a password or a PIN that is separate from anything else you have with them, which is used for transferring service. Because what the criminals do is they transfer your cell phone service to someone else That PIN is what prevents the criminal or password from being able to do that, and it's a key important step to take. You're listening to The Clark Howard Show. 
I appreciate you spending part of your day with us here on The Clark Howard Show. I want you to know that if you need consumer advice, we're here to serve you off-air for free, nine hours a day. If you go to Clark.com and go down the home screen, you'll see a section, Consumer Help and Tools. Click on Consumer Action Center, and you can get that free off-the-air advice.